Hi everyone. It has been a few weeks since I published an episode of Let's Zip Together. Um, the main reason being I felt with the state of the country and the news and all that was happening the last two weeks that my time, quite frankly, was better spent reaching out to lawmakers and legislators to really fight for change after what happened in Texas. Um, I would encourage everyone, if you have not already, to reach out to your local representatives and your legislators, your congressmen, your senators, and really advocate for the changes that you think are important, whether that means gun control laws, whether that means increase uh, in mental health services, whether that means increasing school safety, whatever it is. If you have not yet, I would encourage you to reach out. I, I think it's so important that we all remember that our voices do matter and our voices are important. And even though it has been a couple of weeks since the tragedy in Texas, I hope that people have not forgotten and people are still pushing forward and fighting to make change. Um, so that's that. Now we'll jump into our next episode. Hi, everyone. Welcome to our next episode of the Let's Sip Together podcast. If you've been listening for the last several weeks, I cannot thank you enough. I am super excited that we have, at this point in time, over 130 unique listeners, which is very exciting to me because I assumed when I started all of this, the only people that would be listening would maybe be my sister and a handful of friends. <laughs> so thank you for listening. Thank you for your feedback. Thank you for your positive reviews. It means the absolute world to me. I wanted to talk today about finding your people. And, you know, since I started to share publicly a bit about my divorce, one of the things that people ask me oftentimes is, what did I do first? Um, they are finding themselves in a situation where they're potentially facing divorce or they've made the decision to move forward with divorce and they don't know what to do first. And I have to tell you, I remember that feeling very, very well, and I did not know what to do. It is so overwhelming to finally come to the decision about asking for a divorce. I can tell you that, again, I am not a sociologist or a professional in this area at all, but just from having a lot of conversations over the last couple of years with women that are going into divorce, it's not a decision that people make quickly. It's not a decision that people just, you know, decide on a whim it's something that's been thought about for a long time. Um, I know for me, when I uttered the words, then divorce me, it might have sounded like a rash decision, but truthfully was something that had crossed my mind and something I had thought about for months and months prior to that. So you make the decision to get a divorce. There are a million decisions and choices and things that have to happen. And it is so overwhelming. You're looking at your finances. You're looking at your housing situation. If you have children, 
you're navigating child support and custody agreements, all the while prioritizing your children's emotions around all of the changes that are happening. You're navigating your own emotions, how you're feeling emotionally and mentally and physically. You're trying to figure out retirement and life insurance and, you know, the family dog. There are so many moving parts and so many things that at the time can feel like you have to make these decisions right away. Um, And it's overwhelming. So for me, what I would tell people and what I do tell people is the most important thing to do right away is to find your people. And I will put a little caveat in here. Again, I am not a professional. I'm not a mental health professional. I am not any kind of professional around divorce. Obviously, if you are in a situation that is dangerous or contentious, I would say probably your first step is finding an attorney. For me and for my divorce and my situation, that was not the very first thing that I did. So I want to put that kind of caveat in there. Um, But first and foremost, for me, find people that you can lean on. For me, that was my sisters, my brother, my parents, and a couple of close friends in the very beginning. It was not something that I shared with a lot of people But you need to find people that you can count on, that you can lean on, and that you can share your emotions with, particularly on a hard day. I would also say if you're able to find a therapist, even if you are in the most amicable of divorces, a mental health professional in your corner is always going to be a good idea. You're also going to need to find people to support your finances. For me and for our situation, um, my ex-husband was the person that carried the life insurance, carried the health insurance, um, had the 401k set up, and our mortgage and our home were in his name. And so I had a lot of things to learn financially, um, and finding a financial advisor was really, really important, and to find someone that could explain to me all of the things that I didn't know and didn't understand. Um, Also finding a tax accountant if you don't have one. Um, Filing your taxes separately or filing your taxes as head of household. There are so many tax rules and laws that, again, quite frankly, I don't know enough about it to feel comfortable taking care of that myself. Um, But you really want to find people that you trust and that make you feel empowered versus um, feeling shame or feeling any kind of negative um, feeling. If you're going to be navigating, you know, refinancing or buying or selling a home, you obviously want to find yourself a trusted mortgage broker that can answer all of those questions for you. Again, you really want to find people that make you feel empowered. This is something that I think I've alluded to in earlier podcasts, but In our relationship, once we had kids, the roles that my ex-husband and I played were very, um, very divided and very clear cut. He handled all of the financial decisions and all of that. And I handled everything around our children, the doctor's appointments, the summer camps, the preschools, the activities, the birthdays, all of that. And so making the decision to divorce, I had a lot that I needed to learn. And for me, someone who 
I consider myself to be smart and educated. I have a master's degree. I think I'm a pretty intelligent person. There was a lot of things that I just did not understand. And I felt a lot of shame and a lot of embarrassment around being a 42-year-old woman and not understanding all the different types of, you know, retirement plans or not understanding about refinancing our home and, and all of those things. So I was lucky enough to find people that didn't make me feel bad, but instead said, it's okay. Now we're going to move forward and here's what we're going to do together. And so if you're, if you're on the South Shore um, and you need a tax accountant, Meg Wheeler is fantastic. If you need a financial advisor, Alyssa um, Reed at McNamara Financial is incredible. And Jeremy Devaney has been so incredible answering all the questions around mortgages and refinancing and, and all of that. Um, you also need to find people to support your actual household. Um, again, I find myself to be pretty resourceful. My dad showed me how to use tools. Um, my ex-husband was or is um, a, an airline pilot, so he travels a lot. So I found myself oftentimes having to learn to do things in our home by myself. I know how to mow the lawn. I know how to hook up our generator if the power goes out. That being said, there are still some things that either I can't do or don't want to do. And it's important to find people that you can call to tackle those projects. Um, I am so lucky that my dad is a plumber by trade. So he taught me how to do a lot of things on my own. It really comes in handy. But you definitely want to, if you haven't already, find yourself a plumber, an electrician, someone who is good at general carpentry or handyman projects and have those names and numbers at the ready so you're not having to frantically search if and when a pipe bursts or something happens with your electricity or something crazy. Um, thankfully, I also have a great older brother. Um, not only does he make me laugh incessantly from time to time, but he's oftentimes the first person on my list when I need help with a home project. I will never forget when I ordered a new dining room table after my ex-husband moved out. I gave him our old dining room table and I got this beautiful new table and it got delivered and I brought it in the house and put it together. And then I realized I was actually unable to flip the table over myself to sit at it and actually use it as a table. So he called and flipped that over for me. He's also the person I called when I ordered a treadmill to put down in the basement and I realized it was so heavy, I couldn't even budget to get it into the front door. Um, he's also the person I called when I had this garden planter that I had purchased that I hadn't yet filled up with dirt and plants yet. It was just sitting on my back deck and we'd had a couple of days of really heavy rain and I, I went outside in the morning to dump the rain out of these buckets to fill them and put plants in them and all of that. And I realized there was a, a dead squirrel floating in the planter. And if you know me, you know that is not something I am equipped to handle. So there's another example of speed dialing my brother. <laughs> He's definitely my emergency contact when something crazy happens. Um, there was also a situation this past winter, and, and this is what I was alluding to by saying you want to have these people's um, names and phone numbers ready. I had a situation this past winter where 
I had water coming into my basement. We've lived in this house for, I think, going on seven years, and we've never had a drop of water in the basement. I had no idea what was going on. I called my dad, and he thought it was because there was a lot of snow kind of pushed up against our back deck. So I shoveled the back deck, cleared it all out, and the water kept coming down. It turns out uh, it was a situation with my gutters. I had called one of my very good friends whose husband um, is a builder, and I said, who do I know that can help me with gutters? And she gave me a phone number, and they were busy plowing. And within probably a half an hour, my girlfriend and her husband showed up at my house with a ladder and an axe and a chisel, and they essentially cleared out all of my gutters on their own in the freezing cold in near darkness. And I have never, ever, ever been so grateful. Um, I learned that ice dams are actually a thing. And I also learned that I need to have a gutter person to come and clean out my gutters. So just a little, I don't know, a little kind of story for you to, to understand the importance again of having those people ready and the numbers ready to go and, you know, in your phone just in case of emergency. You might also want to consider finding yourself a landscaper. Um, my suggestion would be maybe to find a high school or college kid to mow your lawn. If you want to save some money, you can probably find one of them through a local Facebook group in your community, but that is something else. I am able to mow my lawn, but I've reached the point now that that two hours a week can definitely be better spent doing something else. <laughs> now that we've talked about finances and homes, I think the other really important piece to think about and probably as important as what I've already talked about was to find people that support you and your children emotionally. Um, I am so lucky that when we made the decision to actually divorce. It was over the summer. And we have a school nurse who is absolutely exceptional. We have a wonderful relationship with her because of my youngest daughter and her food allergies. We've been able to forge a really, really strong relationship and friendship with our school nurse. And so she was one of the first people that I reached out to for um, suggestions and ideas of how to best support the girls once we told them about this decision. And she was immediately responsive with books that were helpful and different resources that she had as a school nurse to share with me, you know, if we needed it to help support the girls. Their teachers also um, immediately, when we found out who their teachers were, I was able to reach out to both of them and just let them know that when the girls were starting school that September, you know, in addition to being in the middle of a pandemic, they were also going to be navigating this big shift of their parents no longer being together and them spending time in a different home. And so I think it's really important to be sure that the adults in your children's lives and the people that they spend a lot of time with know what's going on and they're able to, you know, keep an ear out, keep an extra eye out to be sure that everyone is is doing well and, and handling the change okay. You also need to find people that are able to support you. Um, I was not someone that initially was comfortable, you know, talking to people that I didn't know very well, but I do have 
friends and people that I've met that have joined different support groups, so to speak, around divorce. And so that is an option. I, again, am fortunate enough. And as I'm as I'm talking through this episode, I keep realizing how often I say how fortunate I am. So I am so grateful, um, really, just all the amazing people in my life. It's kind of making me, as I'm saying it out loud, I'm becoming more aware of how, just how lucky I am. But I have um, a couple of really close friends that over the last, you know, between two, three, and seven years, I I watched both of them go through divorce. Um, I watched them navigate all of those changes and support their children and grow their careers and businesses to be financially independent. And so I'm so lucky to have my friends Jess and Heather as resources of people that have sort of walked this path before me. Um, I'm also very grateful that when I had the courage to actually share my story at my workplace, which I have talked about um, on an earlier episode, I've been able to connect with so many women there that are at different stages of divorce. Initially, we were a small group of four. It was me and three other women that, again, were kind of at varying stages of this. And since then, a couple more people have been added to the group. And there's just something really special and comforting about being able to talk to people that have gone through or are going through similar things. Of course, every divorce is different. Everyone's situation and circumstances are all very different. We all go through a very different journey, but there is something really special about being able to talk with people that really understand what you're going through. I am not at all saying that my other friends that have not gone through divorce are not supportive. They are phenomenal. I have the absolute best friends on the planet, but there is something really just unique and special about talking to people that get it. Um, I had a similar experience talking with parents of kids with food allergies. Um, Again, my daughter's friends' parents are all lovely and they are so supportive and so helpful but there's something really unique and comforting and safe and helpful about talking to people that get it. They walk that same path that you do. And it's just really, really important to find, to find your people and find someone that, that you can talk to that can really identify and understand what you're going through. Um, obviously, at this point, if you have not yet found yourself an attorney, that is something you will need to do and have to do. I, again, am fortunate that way back when I had made the decision to go to law school, it did not last longer than one year, but I did meet someone um, who's wonderful. Her name is Heather, and she was a great reference for me. She is someone that has walked the divorce journey herself. Um, a very different journey than mine, but someone who understands what that's like. Um, Her name's Heather O'Connor and she's phenomenal. If you're on the South Shore, um, her law practice is really, really incredible about not just the legal side of divorce, but sort of the whole person um, and really helping you to kind of see your life and your future beyond divorce. So 
if you're looking for an attorney, I cannot recommend her and her law office um, highly enough. They're amazing. Um, And you also might want to find a mediator. So if you don't have somewhere to look, again, I think Facebook is a great place to, you know, get recommendations. That's where I would start. Um, For for me, finding an attorney wasn't really at the top of our list. Um, My priorities were getting my ex situated in his home and focusing really all of our energy on our kids and making sure they were adjusting, you know, as well, as well as could be. Um, Again, obviously, like I said before, in some situations, an attorney might be the number one thing on your list. So, and that might even be something that you do before making the decision to divorce. There's no kind of right or wrong (laughs) answer to that question. Um, But really like the big piece, I think that it took me a long time to see and learn is that divorce really isn't something that you can do alone. And whether that means financially, emotionally, physically, um, with your home, whatever, you just can't do it alone and you shouldn't. Um, Again, I am so grateful that I have tremendous support from people that are close to me. And I'm so thankful that I have found really incredible professionals in their areas of expertise that I've been able to lean on that have made me feel empowered and smart and not embarrassed or shameful for different things. There's a lot of shame for a variety of reasons around divorce. That's a whole nother episode, but finding people that support you and answer all of your questions and don't belittle you and that help release you from some of that shame are just so incredibly valuable. Again, I found this very much in talking to my financial advisor, mortgage broker, accountant. Um, As I mentioned before, those were areas of my marriage that I was not really involved in. So I'm just, I'm grateful to live in a community and have these resources to find people that really supported me and took some of the burden away from me or, or, or shared the burden, I guess, with me. Um, so that would be my biggest suggestion. And probably for anyone going through any kind of major life change is just to find your people, find the people that you can lean on and walk this journey alongside. Um, if you're listening and you're local to the South Shore in Massachusetts and you have questions about different people that I have worked with, I am happy to help direct you. So feel free to shoot me an email or message me on Instagram or wherever you're listening. um, And I would gladly support you. Until next time, thank you so much for listening. Have a great day.